we are back with this week's Hull House podcast with two emerging artists from the Brockton, Massachusetts scene, Lolo the God and Jose What Up, also known as Isaiah Valmont. So with Lolo, I had the privilege of going to high school with him, and I've seen him get into music and expand his groundwork on the production side. And with Isaiah, this was the first time I really got to have a sit-down conversation with him, but I've, I've seen him in passing at different shows and stuff because the Brockton music scene has just been going crazy uh, in, the recent, in the recent past few years. And both of them have done some stuff out in L.A. Lolo's been taking trips out there, and Isaiah has relocated permanently because he has recently been signed by internet money records a dominating force in mainstream hip-hop they've done stuff with don tolliver nav they did a lot of work with juice world rest in peace so really exciting stuff uh, and and a great conversation to dive into so let's go ahead and get into it right now Back home for a little bit. Yeah, How has so, life been treating you out in LA? I mean, a lot of stuff happening. It's good in LA, bro. You wake up, you see the sun, bro, the trees. Like, you just feel good, bro. Like, yeah. Be ready to work. I hear you wake up. You don't know what you'll see. Today is pretty, pretty right, cloudy. You know? Right, bro. Like, I feel Randy. like two days ago it was mad sunny. It was mad, like, you know what I'm saying? Beautiful outside. Yeah. Now it's all rainy and cold again. So. It is what it is. Take what you get out here. Yeah. And you've been, let me, Lolo, you spent some time out in LA too. I mean, the stark contrast between being out there and then back out here, it both just creative energies, obviously, all around, but it, it's just got to feel so different. Yeah, know? it's definitely a different vibe. LA is always sunny. Yeah. And just the people too. Everybody out there is just like, you know, everyone's scheming up something. Like, right. <laughs> one side or the other. There's people that are like not really coherently doing much, but are scheming up things. And then you have the people out there grinding and like still, you know, working There's stuff. always <laughs> something to get into or fall into. Yeah. Like, out there. But out here, I feel like you kind of have to like search for it. You know, and then once you find yourself in the communities, and especially, obviously, we'll talk about everything going on in Brockton, like, huge community musically festering. Uh, But I feel like out here, you definitely got to look for that niche and like find yourself. You're not naturally going to stumble upon an art scene particularly. But I mean, you guys both did. And in a lot of ways, you guys have been on the grind for a while. I think even before a lot of, you know, other people around here started getting into music. It was really through church. Yeah, dude, throw it back. Throw it all the way back to church. Throw it back to when y'all started doing your stuff. I want to hear the story, kind of, you know, like the big time frame of what you guys have done and then and then how you guys really got into what you're doing right now. I word. You want to start? Um, you, you can start. Uh, <laughs> I think your time frame starts earlier. Uh, yeah, so me and Lola met at church. Um, it's Pastor Nixon's church, Hey, to the Assembly of God. Um this was like shout when out. I was like, hey, yeah, shout, <laughs> shout them out. <laughs> this is when I was around like probably what, like 10, 11, 12, one of those, bro. I, I'm sure it was in my adolescence, but like at that time, like we were in the youth choir and stuff like that. So we were just really like friends, you know what I'm saying? Like before music, it was always just like, we were, it was a friendship, you know what I'm saying? Right. So for sure, this has been my brother since like the beginning. And then, yeah, we just got into like I started playing keys at the church and stuff like right, that. Like right. at one point they needed a keys player and like there was no red, like there's no reading music in Haitian churches. You kind of just got a vibe. You kind of just got to feel it. So like I was learning to play by ear and stuff like that, pick up the piano and stuff like that. So that's how I kind of started to get into the music scene. And the more I did that and Lolo was on that tip too. Like we connected that way for sure. Word, word. 
And then what about you, Lo? <laughs> How'd you get so in like, it? <laughs> like he said, we were just at the church, you know, hanging around, being kids. And uh, having being fun. Being kids. <laughs> <laughs> having fun. to it. So, yeah, I was just like messing around on the computer. You know, Johnny's computer, actually. <laughs> yeah. And I always, I always had an interest in music, especially rap music. And... I forgot. Oh, yeah. I would always just go to Zay's house. And then I had my laptop. One day, I'm like, yo, bro, you do music, right? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm just making, like, the worst sounding beats at this time. <laughs> it just sounds so crazy. And, um, yeah, he just came and just put, like, crazy melodies <laughs> on, like, Logic. Uh, I think, oh, yeah, that was, like, one of the first times. Be like... Sat down and like, right. looked at a piece of music. Which right. is cool, even like getting to that point. Because I remember the first time I like met him, mm-hmm. and we, ki- you know, kicking it back all the way. We met in an art class when he first came to our our, our high school, and I remember like, that. We were like, yeah, I know. It's like, and everyone we were like, oh, what kind of music you like? He's like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I remember, you're like, oh, I don't really, I don't really listen to like normal hip hop music. I like our future. He's like, I like our future, but yeah. I don't like any of the other stuff. Probably and he was Danny doing like Brown. the dance you were doing the dance videos nerd squad yeah. at the time yeah, yeah I remember all that the jerking videos my boy was jerking rapping skateboarding he was doing all that yeah. bro like, that's dope so up. like yeah you guys are in these environments and there's music around you you know church and everything you create the connection right so then you know what was the step from that to like kind of exploring with music and then obviously at a certain point you know, it becomes a little bit more of a priority and obviously a bigger right. part of your guys' lives. I can imagine at the time, you guys are probably like, oh, this is awesome and you're doing it, but like, sure. clearly there's a point where you like catapult to like, this is really what you guys are working on, you know? Yeah, like, I feel like at a certain point, it got to like, because at that point, I was still just playing keys. Lolo came through, I would just be playing melodies on the keys and stuff like that. And I was like, bro, I could start producing too. Like, yeah. if I could play the melodies and stuff like that, bro, teach me how to do the drums, teach me how to do this, teach me how to do that. And the thing is like, there was always that willingness to be like, bro, I got you. I'll give you this drum kit. I'll do this. I'll teach you that. So just being able to work together, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was a movement in itself, bro. Like, just two kids trying to figure this thing out. Like, and like you said, like, where we're from, there wasn't really that scene yet. So we were really a part of creating it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there, there were people before us, of course, but like, it, we were a big part of that for sure, too. Right. And then you go from that to now, you know, we talk about, and I think it's a huge disservice to say Boston music scene when in reality, a lot of it is happening outside of 508, the city. 508, bro. 508. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About to get 508 tatted on me. Yeah. And that must have been crazy that, you know, you Thanks. guys at the time, you know, not in a sense to be discouraged, but in a lot of ways, like you said, you guys are pioneering this. Like there isn't like a scene around you particularly, but it's got to feel a lot more reassuring now that as you guys are continuing to do things and expanding out of this area, the fact that now there's more of a scene around you, even in Brockton, in your hometown. No, for sure. It's reaffirming sure. a lot of those things you guys had been doing. So. Right. And it's, it, it wasn't just us. It was a whole bunch of like kids, you know what I'm saying? Just like us that are kind of popping up now too. Like Van Buren, everybody, Luke Bars, Ricky. Like we were all throwing shows at SoundLab together in high right. school, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like sweating in mosh pits, bro, just listening to local music. But there was an energy in there that like it, it couldn't just stay there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had to kind of take that leave and, and do what they do. Like everybody kind of walked into their profession there. Like, I feel like you know they kind of forced everybody to mature a little bit. Right, right. Because we're in our area, and we're yeah, we're already like kind of getting towards that, doing exactly. the shows, and then after that whole thing happened, 
Like it got shut down We really had no uh, Real outlet In the city yeah. But then yeah It kind of like Forced us out Again And Expanded Like everybody right. in the city Doing their thing You bring up a good point And you know That's something that You know I hope the best for And I know it's going to rebound Surely But like You know Especially with a lot of people That were here Like playing all these shows You know I remember like 2019-ish Right, going into 2020, we had been going into all these, you know, going out to these shows and seeing VB and everybody. Yeah. And then it all gets shut down. You know, you have all the momentum going. We're, we're right. going all the nah. album release parties, you name it, whatever. But so, how do you think that's going to, you know, how do you, how do you think we're going to get back into that and ease back into that? I mean, you know? at that point, it wasn't even COVID that shut us down. It was the police, bro. Are you, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a story we can legally talk about? Yeah, it, was, I mean, yeah, it was, that was years ago. Yeah, that was, that was like, way way beginning you know what oh, i'm saying but, but after that like it was really like like lolo was saying like everybody just kind of like had to take initiative in the city like okay am i gonna be a brand or do, am i was i just doing that show shit for fun you know what i'm saying and right as you can see like everybody kind of took their shit seriously they, yeah. they took their thing seriously my fuck it's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally yeah, from yeah. a hobby to a grind yeah, yeah exactly all you guys are grinding right right so now, Internet Money Records. Yeah. <laughs> How did this happen? This is like the million dollar question. I mean, you're in the paper, man. You're in the paper. Everyone's talking about you now. And it's just like, everyone's like, how did it happen, man? Like, how'd you get in touch with them? How'd this all, all play out? Uh, that happened through, first of all, shout out my manager, Hef, Hef Stadamus. Shout out Hef. Um, he started managing me back in like, it was like the beginning of 2020, like literally January 2020. Um, I signed a manager deal with him and he's works at 10K Projects, which is the same label that Internet Money is signed under. Yeah. And um for a while when when I started getting managed by him, I was new to the whole industry thing. So I'd just be starting to have beats, loose and things like that. And like to me, like obviously like I liked my beats, I thought they were good, but Hef would really like gas me. He's like, Bro, like nah, like we we got we could do something crazy, bro. Like we're gonna do something crazy. And like yeah. To me at the time, obviously I'm in college, like I'm in there for political science, African American <laughs> yeah. studies. Like, word, word. like I'm just grinding out these beats, like hopefully something will come from it. Hopefully I got a big song. But um because he has that relationship with Taz and Internet Money already, one day Taz tweeted out, yo, I need a soulful keys player, soulful church keys player. And I was like, That's you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, have that's me. Like, and but I didn't even have to say that. Have did that for me. Have sent a text to Taz and literally Saz was like, all right, just be here tomorrow, ready to work. And they bought me my flight the next day, bro. Like, at that point, I had graduated from college and everything. Like, I was looking for a job. And, like, I had nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, still a job. I'm lose either, too, at it, that point. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Opportunities like that don't just come. So I was like, all right. Like, mom, I'm going to L.A. tomorrow. Send my goodbyes, whatever. And, like, from there, bro, it was up. Like, at that point, I wasn't signed. But, like, Taz had me in the studio. Like, the first, like I, I touched down in L.A., I don't even, I get to the house, I Uber to the house, I text Taz, I said, I'm here, like, what's the code to get in, blah, blah, blah. He says, nah, don't even go to the crib, come to the studio. So I, <laughs> so I Uber from that, like, I have all my luggage on me still, backpack, suitcase, everything. I Uber straight back to the studio, and, like, it was, at that point, it was, like, 3 a.m., and I'm on Boston time, so it was, right. like, 6 where we're at, you know oh, what I'm saying? Man, yeah. But, I, bro, I didn't care, like, he had me, they had the piano mic'd up, like, and they were just playing some records, had me play some keys on them. And like it was just like church, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, like I never really read music, bro. It was always feeling and stuff like right. that. So that's what I did in there. Like it was nothing to me. Like I didn't care what artist was rapping on it. I just went, and he liked that. He was like, "Bro, all right, play the next one." And I did the same thing. Play the next one. I did the same thing. Yeah. He's like, "I right, bet." Like these is fire. We're gonna probably blah blah blah. Mix it, use it, whatever. And like from there, like I was at the crib for basically a month. Like and 
just working with the guys, meeting everybody, and everybody over there is super cool. Shout out Rio, shout out Cody, Nick, all them guys. You know what I'm saying? Those are my bros for sure, bro. That's gang. Um, they just taught me the ropes, bro. Like they saw that I had a talent, and they just wanted to help me be better at it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. at the same time, they learned from me too. It's not like no thing where they're better than me. They can't learn from like we learn from each other. And that's the beauty of it for sure. Right. Yeah. Bro. Just a super collective exactly. dynamic, and yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. Man, I see all the pictures you post on Instagram, where yeah. like you know St. John in the studio, yeah. Trippy Red. So that stuff really picked up, like. Because a week after all that stuff happened, I got signed. And then the next Monday after that, I'm on Jimmy Fallon, playing with Gunna, Nav, Don Tolliver, and I'm performing Lemonade. Like, literally, my flight to go home was that day. Yeah. And the day before, I was like, Taz, I'm going home tomorrow. But at that point, I just got signed probably like the week before. And like, I was lit. I was excited. I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, go share yeah. the news with Lolo, my mom, my fan back home, everybody. And yeah, I. Ended up on Fallon, and from there it was just like really uphill with like meeting all these artists that yeah. I listen to on my like way to class every morning. That you know what I'm saying on my college camp is like right. it just became the regular, just meeting people, working with people. Like, but it's dope for sure because at the end of the day, everybody's human. They don't treat you like yeah any less. Yeah, than so it's dope for sure. How's Jimmy Fallon? You talk you talk to him off off camera? <laughs> Unfortunately, it was a, it was a pre recording, so when we were on the oh, set, man. it was only it was the artists like obviously Gunna, Don Tolliver, Nav. Um, we had a couple of internet, internet money members performing too. Alec Wigdahl, yeah. um, who played the guitar on the record, Nick, who produced it, and Taz. Obviously, that's that's a big bro. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Taz produced on the record too. So yeah, it was us, and then we also obviously this, the camera set crew, and just like you know, rappers bring their their friends. We brought the our entourage, friends, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Did y'all shoot that out in L.A. Actually, yeah, that was in okay. L.A. That was in L.A. Okay, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Damn, what a what a what a year, you know? Yeah, exactly, bro. Like at this point, I only been signed for four months, bro. But like, it's just like, dang, I feel like I've been in this for a while, bro. Everything that's happened, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got signed in November. It's March now, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it, as soon as it, as soon as you get that green light, it's just go time. Nothing stops. Like, and at, at that point too, I realized, damn, like I'm really in this now. Like, I have to work hard. I got like this is my job. Like. I'm no longer on that job search thing. I'm no longer writing papers for school. Like this is like, this is my life. I have to embody that, and it doesn't even feel like a job because like it's just what I grew up doing in church. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, so what, what, uh, what's coming up next for both of you guys as far as what you're working on, Lola? Who you, who you working with? Who you collabing with? Internet money, whatever you're allowed to say. You know what what you guys have in the works. So, I really just been working with like a lot of local people, like Plaid. Uh, Van Buren, Giles, Felix, Shout Van Buren. Yeah, Van Buren. Sending out beats a lot. Uh, finding new artists. Working with Zay, too. We've been in the studio a lot, like this whole week. Yeah. Time he's out there. That's right. Uh, what about you, Zay? What's going on? Um, right now, bro, like aside from, well, I'll talk about just local stuff first. Just trying to connect with the artists that, you know, I came up with, too. Like, just Capo, shout out TJ, Daylin, D the Flyers. Like, Trying to tap in back with Boston just because, like, after everything happened, I kind of got I got mad busy, you know what I'm saying? Working on internet money stuff, so definitely that stuff. Look out for it too. Um, working with Lolo, just cooking up back home. Um, but with internet money, um, right now the big thing is Lil Tekka is we love you too, Tekka. So that's been the that's been the, yeah, our focus right now, bro. <laughs> like, got a lot of other stuff in the works too, but like, I'm gonna let y'all hear that. <laughs> um, Jeski, Jeski just dropped with Lil Mosey, um, Lil Tekka. Shout out Nick, Nico Baron for producing that one. 
Um, but yeah, bro, there's a lot more on the way. It's gonna be a really good year for Nintendo yeah, Money, bro. Right. I can't say much, but like for sure, bro. Dude, stay tuned. A lot. I mean, just yeah. as a collective, the way that you know the whole brand just kind of came up yeah. too, right? And I'm, mean, you know, obviously Lemonade, yeah. clearly the catalyst for getting them in that mainstream spotlight. And not for sure, bro. For sure, like. Yeah. Lemonade was was that record, you know what I'm saying? Like, because before, obviously, everybody knew about internet money, like, um, but Lemonade really was like the mainstream. Like, wow, okay, these are producers like that are representing themselves as artists, but dropping a song and it goes platinum. You know what I'm saying? And they're on Jimmy Fallon performing it, and, yeah. and that's Taz's genius. You know what I'm saying? Like that dude is really like, the thing is like that willingness. Like just like I said, that Lolo had like these guys have that too. You know what I'm saying? That willingness to just teach you, like, bro, like. This is all attainable. This is like you can you can do this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and it's so. just very very fascinating to see you know as as internet money unfolds, right? Yeah. Uh, on one that you've touched is the culture of of everybody learning from each other and everybody bringing something to the table. But even mm-hmm. just the system and structure of of how you guys are operating is very. I, to a certain degree, it's very unique, right? Because yeah. it's redefining the way we look at artists and hey, labels man. and brands and, and collectives sure. was, and groups. I was talking to him about that the other day. Yeah. I was saying how like Taz is really just a mastermind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not nah, literally, bro. Because like, like the energy to just how he runs things. Over yeah, there. literally, bro. He's like a boss in that sense, bro. Because you think about it, like we were in the studio with an artist one day, <laughs> and the artist said, like, what program do you use to, like, make beats on and stuff like that? And Taz, like, pointed at us and he's like, these are my FL studios. These are my <laughs> Yeah, right. Studios. But it's a fact, though. Like, everybody's good at something. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, it's, it's yeah. like a basketball team. Everybody knows how to make beats. Everybody can shoot the ball. You know what I'm saying? Everybody could dribble the ball. But everybody's also super dope at that one thing. Like, me, for example... Keys like keys, piano, yeah, that's my thing. Like I love playing that piano. clip on Fallon where they zoom in on the fingers. Yeah, man, you know what the little run. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, bro. Yeah. Like oh, I'm super dope at piano. Nick is killing at drums. Cody, Rio, Census, they're all super fire at drums, so they handle that stuff. Alec play guitar on Lemonade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like he's the guitar player. He's the guitar guy. Like everybody just has their specific things, but they could also make beats if they want to. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, Everybody's our own boss in the same, and Taz is teaching us to be our own bosses in that sense too. It's like okay, like perfect your craft. Now you could do this. Now you could do that. Like before I went there, I wasn't recording my own loops. I wasn't playing piano melodies and selling them on the internet and stuff like that. They yeah. taught me how to do that. You know, right? So it's just like owning your craft and like becoming the best at it that you could be. Absolutely. I mean, definitely, just such a such a cool little thing that you got. You know, and obviously not little by any means, but a cool thing you guys have going on, and and very well positioned as we move forward, and things are continuing to reinvent themselves right. in the entertainment industry as a whole. You guys are here as this new figure, where like we can't really look back at like you know like who is the predecessor in the mainstream spotlight of internet money that was like a label where everybody's playing their role like you like right. you said you guys are like a basketball team in the music industry right. like i don't know who you would pinpoint as the one previous to that in the way you mafia. guys operate who like anyway mafia maybe yeah. 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 yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah fair enough yeah. yeah yeah and taz gets called like not called but he gets compared to like dj Khaled too like the new mm. age dj Khaled you know what i'm saying like get now though because more so before Because he makes a lot of hits. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, makes Khaled it. makes hits. And he has that same mentality where, yeah, like, exactly. you know, he is the boss of that, of his, you know, and I don't know the specifics, and I can't speak to the specifics of his operation, but the way that, in which they do things. I've heard in the past that he says, you know, like, even though he's not the one producing every song, Mm-hmm. on the keys or behind the computer you know he's the guy who's sitting there like the consultant or advisor Bro, being like do literally. this don't do that you <laughs> no know? literally Taz will go 
Taz will go in the booth and say, sing it like this. No, sing it like this. Zay, I need you to play it like this. And like, I'm nice at keys, but like, he's not going to settle for nice at keys. He's going to get the best out of you that he could get. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's like every facet and every part of the beat. So it's like, even though he's not sitting there on the program laying down the drums, he's telling you how to do the drums. He's telling you exactly how it sounds, how it needs to sound for it to be a hit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he just has that ear for a hit, bro. And yeah. Like, and that's the thing that he's helping all of us develop. Like, make everything intentional that you're doing in the music thing. Like, don't just make beats for fun. Like, anybody could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Tighten up for sure. And I think it goes multiple ways too. You know, like like you said, anybody could just do it. But you know, you do it with that passion and that that initiative and intention. Right. Even if you like, you know, you pick like the most talented people in the world, right? You pick. Let's say like the stereotypical like rock band, you pick the most talented drummer, the most talented guitarist, the most talented vocalist. If everyone's just trying to show off how good they are at their own role, right? You have a drummer just doing his solo, guitarist doing the runs. It doesn't amount to anything, really, you know. And Lola knows what that's like for the Haitian <laughs> church, bro. Yeah, it'd be like, bro, the musicians would just like wild out. Bro. Twelve minutes of worship, you know, yeah. four minutes long turns into twenty-seven minutes hard. of <laughs> instrumental. Going hard, bro. Yeah. But if there's no chemistry, it's like, it's not going to work. I can't yeah. think I'm better yeah. than Lolo. Lolo can't think he's better than me. Like, that's not how, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There are artists that think like that, but at the end of the day, it's like, we don't want to work with you. <laughs> even, yeah, you even like, when you are that good, it's about, you know, not even scaling back, but scaling differently because you're working with people. And, mm-hmm. and the goal isn't to be like, how good can we each do? That's not a hit. You know, you guys come together in harmony and sync and, and create it's hits. Like, what can we, yeah, what can we create? Yeah. Big time, big time. So, while, you know, while you're back home in Brockton, you're in Brockton. What are you guys up to these days back home? How does it feel? You know, I mean, obviously, you know, we're all from somewhere. We're all from a different hometown that we may come back and visit mm-hmm. or somewhere that we, you know, are continuing to live in through different perspective. Like, right. I grew up in this area, even though I didn't live in Hall here by the water. Growing up, I, I grew up in Wayman, so not very far. And yeah. so... You know, obviously, as you get older and you progress and you, you know, your mindset and priorities shift to different things, like the way you even carry yourself in where you grew up is very, it's very different. Like, you know, for you being out in LA now, like you are, you, you never, you didn't grow up in LA. You weren't there in LA, not as a producer. You're now there on this mission. You're there doing very specific things. But, you know, you guys in Brockton grew up. You know, not necessarily doing that. And now you're coming back and you're, you're back in your town in a very different light. You know, right. and so how does that kind of feel? How does that tie into how how you how you are when you're back home? It definitely feels different, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause like, you know, when you're back home, you just kick it, bro. You just want to have fun. You're everywhere, hanging with your friends from high school, partying, whatever, wilding, whatever y'all do for fun, you know. Um, but now it's not really like that. Like, even when I'm back home, like I I love to be back home. I love the food. I love the people. I love seeing my family, like my day one friends. But like. I definitely miss LA when I'm here, you know what I'm saying? Because that it's just like every, like, okay, just Friday I could be in, here in Brockton chilling, eating a steak and cheese with my girlfriend on the couch, whatever, but that night Taz could be in the studio with Trippy Red, right, Lil Yachty, right. Gunna, Nav, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a bittersweet thing for real because it's like, as much as I love Brockton and love being home, the opportunity, like, for me right now, specifically, is just in LA. Right. Oh, big yeah. time. It's like when you're in LA, at least for us, I feel like you really just have no worries. Yeah. And <laughs> when I like when I'd go over there, like my, even like minus the music, like you're always find yourself into some music or um 
Like there's just a bunch of different activities you could be doing. Like I find myself doing background acting and you'll meet like celebrities on the street and you ask my yo, what's up tonight? You'll find like an underground uh, party or anything. Right, just right. so many networking opportunities in LA. You can really like just do anything and you'll just be somebody. You know what I mean? But yeah. So what is what is the end goal? Where's the point where you feel like you've made it? And then once you hit that, where do you feel like you go? I mean, because I, I, I understand exactly what you guys are saying. You know, it, I, I love this area and being out here because this is home and Facts. it's where you grow up. Everybody we know, the food we love, all that stuff. But then, you know, out west, you know, there is so much opportunity. Right. Whether it be L.A. specifically or, you know, depending on what kind of industry, any, you know, one individual wants to go in. It happens a lot of times to be out west. You know, if it's tech, you're going to look up in Northern Cali or Washington, and then mm-hmm. music and culture is, is L.A., and now Austin is becoming a huge hub. Right. So what is the end goal? Isn't that moving from the valley, though? D- uh, yeah. <laughs> it is something. It is That's something out there. But, yeah, I mean, what, what is kind of the end goal? Where do you see yourself, you know, feeling like that you, you made it, and then at that point – do you feel like you may want to come back home? Is there a time where you feel like you may retire back here in Brockton or somewhere else in Mass? Or, you know, do you, do you, do you stay out there, you think? That's so far away. <laughs> <laughs> a boy can dream, though, you know what I mean? Nah, you know, what, what, if you had to write your script of your life, how, how would you feel it would go out? Man, I'll be thinking about that a lot, bro. Like, yeah. what's my angle? But i never be satisfied, bro. Like, even when I have millions, billions, I want to, like... How am I about to turn that into more? You know what I'm saying? But at the end goal, I definitely <laughs> see my... I, I love LA. I love the vibe. I love the people. <laughs> the food, not so much, though. You know what I'm saying? Really? So like, yeah. health, it's like too health, it's too yeah, health conscious. It's, yeah, I that. Mean. And it's just like, it's just not like back home. There's so much right. culture in Boston. And I experienced that like yeah. everywhere I go. Like even Atlanta, bro, I love it. But like nowhere feels home but Boston. You know what I'm saying? So when right. I'm up, up, when I'm like... It's awesome and done. I definitely want to have a nice little property over here that I could come back to and enjoy and just feel like, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy my family. They'll probably yeah. still be here. But yeah, when I really made it at the end, when it's all said and done, bro, my mom will be in the crib. I'll have a Tesla. My girl with a Birkin. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I'll be, that, that's the end goal for sure. But it ain't really no end goal. You know what I'm saying? That's just like a part of the journey for sure for me. Just always grinding. Yeah. What about you, Lo? <laughs> the end goal. Um, I'd definitely be like somewhere in Paris. <laughs> sitting on, yes, uh, sir. It's years, years of stocks that I haven't sold. That <laughs> All the gap stocks sitting around. <laughs> oh, oh, man. A bunch of real estate. <laughs> Thanks, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. All my friends are chilling with me. Yeah. Cool. That's the goal. That's the dream and the vision. And I mean, life never turns out the way we plan. But Word. you sure as hell can you know try to try to path create a path and, and script a path in a lot of ways. And even if you deviate a little bit from it, yeah. you're headed in that same direction. And you sure. guys are both clearly already on it and have done so much. You know, already the past the past few years to where you are. And so it's gonna be real exciting to see where things go for both of you with your own careers and your, you know, your involvements and what you guys are working on and Mm -hmm. just how that is a reflection on the scene here. That's, you know, always developing and constantly developing and Mm -hmm. more than ever, it's just, you know, through the roof. Right. Nah, facts, man. Facts. Like, 
I can't wait to see what it's like in five years, ten years from now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because as much as, like I said, it feels like everything's moving faster. It's still just the beginning, bro. Like, I've only been signed for four months. See you know yeah, what I'm saying? exactly. Like, it's no telling what I'm about to be able to do for, like, myself, my family, my friends, like, my city. Like, within a year, year and a half, you know? So it's just that consistent goal. Every day, wake up and work towards that goal till like, till we got it. Exactly. There we go. So in the studio, we got Isaiah Valmont. We got Lolo the God. Where can people find you on social media, and what should people be looking out for? Uh, you can find me on, uh, I think, everywhere at Lolo the God on Twitter. It's underscore. And uh, definitely look out for, you know, just more music coming out with Fobs, you know, Buddy Rock, Plaid, VB, everybody, everybody out here, really. And, um, yeah, shout out. Shout out 508. Shout out 508 for sure. Um, man, be on the lookout for Angly My Trust. Me and Donald Grunge went crazy. Donald Grunge, yeah. Crazy tape for sure. That's my dog, man. A lot of this, bro. Like, I got a credit grunge for that too, bro. That's my bro. Like, I met Hef through Grunge. I met my manager really? through Grunge. Okay. Yeah. So, like, shout out Grunge for sure. Um, and tonight money got a crazy summer coming up, man. Like I said, just Anthems. be on the look at yo, like hits, bro, hits. I'm talking hits, so be ready for that. We love you, Tekka Two, also coming soon. Um, so much music. I feel like I'm forgetting stuff, bro. Obviously, stuff with that I've been working on with my local artists too, for sure. Chris Capo, D the Flyers, T Drake. Like I can't even call them local no more, bro. Because we all, you know what I'm saying? We all getting out of here, bro. You're so. right. Right. Man, yeah, bro. Shout out Van Buren. We got some stuff too coming up, bro. Like, shout out Van Buren, bro. Like, Big time, for real, yeah. bro. Like, because we was really in the sound lab trenches with them, bro. Like, sweating, bro. Yeah. And now, like, we're all doing what we got to do. Everybody's walking in their purpose, bro. So it's a beautiful thing to see, bro. I'm just happy, bro. It Girls really is. All of them. It yeah. really is. And we'll, we'll, we'll keep watching as the story unfolds. Yeah. Once again, thank you guys for coming down. This is the Hall House Podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to Hull House Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hull House, H-U-L-L-H-A-U-S. New episodes dropping every week, so stay tuned wherever you're listening.